0: Beetlejuice. 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 It's showtime.
1: Welcome to the Beetlejuice Minute, where we discuss Tim Burton's Beetlejuice minute by minute. I'm your host, Julianne Fay, actress and owner of CinemaBliss.com, and my co-host today is Barry Rathbun.
0: I am not an actress. I am more involved in the sound part of making movies.
1: (laughs) Me, me, me. Pew, pew. Is that? Pew, pew. Oh yeah, mine's
2: got buttons.
3: Okay, I like my sound. I'm better. going to give you the visual of this. Pew pew. So they are literally flying vehicles around the room because I guess they think this is TV. This is radio, guys. They're not going to see any of this. <laughs> this is my life right now. Three grown pew. people flying around Star Wars toys. Uh, trademark copyright. I almost put a figure <laughs>
2: in my pocket before I came, just because I like fiddling with toys.
3: I
0: just love the fact that we're all playing with Star Wars always and not one of us has brought a Beetlejuice figure to any of our recording sessions. That's because
2: <laughs> I only have the one and he's missing his head. But the reason
3: that we bring up Star Wars angry. and Beetlejuice uh, is obviously Star Wars started this, the Star Wars Minute, right, Julie?
1: Yes, that is correct. If you guys uh, don't know yet, the Star Wars Minute was the first. And that would be Pete the Retailer and Alex Robinson. And you can check them out at StarWarsMinute.com and... um rebel in the afterglow of rogue one as we all are and then go back to the beginning and listen to star wars minute as they dissect the star wars movies one minute at a time
0: Yeah, and if you start from the very beginning it's kind of like getting a sequel
3: Uh and also too if you go to their website you can also pick up cool things like the toys for cheap catalog the magic of toys will shut up your child.
0: Yeah, it was uh, Asterios Kokodos, one of the uh, guests on the podcast, Uh, so I went to StarWarsMinute.com slash Amazon and got that.
3: So get one for yourself. It is cool and funny.
1: It is hilarious, just saying. So now on to Beetlejuice. We're on Minute 55. Welcome back, everybody. It's Monday. Yay! Well, hold on. Hold on. I'm getting to you guys. Getting to you guys. Uh, In case y'all haven't figured it out, we have four people on the podcast today.
3: Yeah, mind blown! Crazy. I know,
1: right? All right, well, I'll go ahead and introduce you first, and then do the minute recap. We have with us today. Which one should I even introduce first? I'll go left to right. Oh, okay, right to left. Chris Taylor, <laughs> I'm here! Yay! And you're, you're what are you flying today? I have a U-wing, but I
2: also keep on picking up a Millennium Falcon, a tie. What is this? A tie? Infa- striker? A tie? Striker? It's a flat tie fighter, and the Ghost from Rebels. Woohoo!
1: And then our other guest, can y'all guess who it is? It's Mr. Anthony Phillips. Hello. Actor extraordinaire.
3: And I have an X-Wing that I haven't been flying because this isn't a visual. Well, he's about to lose his X-Wing then.
1: (laughs) (laughs) My name, by the way, is Julie Faye, and I'm flying a little um, Lego version of Ray's, what is it called? Speeder. Speeder. Ray's Speeder. Whee! And then Barry Rathbun is here, as he is every week, and he's flying
0: a... I've got the ghost.
1: Yeah. With the most... The Ghost Boom, with the tie most. It in. Yes, it <laughs> goes with the most. So back to the ghost with the most. We have minute fifty five today, which is it begins with the end of the banana boat song. I know we we wish that song would go on forever, but it ends in minute fifty five. And in the Maitlands, they run upstairs, delighted to wait and watch everyone come running out, screaming and yelling, except they don't. That's when uh Lydia talks to them and tells them that the guests invited them to join the party downstairs, which is the last thing the Maitlands wanted to do. Meanwhile, Charles feels like he was just performed in a me. Meet- we don't know what that word is, but we'll find out at the uh, beginning of the next minute. I think it's
3: amusing to try to guess.
1: <laughs> amusing <laughs> to try to guess. I thought that he was going to say musical, and I was wrong. Or a moo, a moo of cows revenge cows bringing it back home of course
3: if you've seen the movie then you know what he says and if you haven't seen the movie what are they doing that's right doing it wrong doing
2: it wrong
1: (laughs) so barry do you have thoughts on this minute you're awfully quiet today
3: well that's because i only have three
0: mics (laughs) (laughs) everyone's getting a peek behind the curtain we are not funded well
1: Uh, i like to just poke at you go ahead
0: uh charles once again has the best expressions ever his his deadly tarantula is is the best He, he is he is going full Frankenstein monster.
1: That is exactly what I had in my notes, that he looked like a cross between, like, Frank, Frankenstein or a baby that does not yet have control of its limbs. And I think it's just <laughs> brilliant, brilliant physical act, uh, acting from him.
2: I was thinking Orson Welles. Um, well, just because, OK, at the end of Citizen Kane, near the end of Citizen Kane, wherever he's throwing kind of his, his fit. And He's tearing stuff apart. He's doing it really stiffly because I think Orson Welles like threw out his back or something beforehand and was like, "Okay, well I gotta you know." But he wanted to. But he was like, "It, it works for it because I'm supposed to be older." So, but he always would. It looked like that the lumbering thing. And so whenever I see the movie, I think it's Orson Welles throwing a fit or Tommy Wiseau throwing a fit in the room. Well, it's funny because
0: Charles seems to be the only one who, who has responded to the stage blocking of jerked around as you, as, as though you are possessed. Cause everybody else is just kind of confusedly doing it, but he's the one that's like violently getting jerked around. He, yeah, it's,
2: he's, he's into it the most out of, out of all of them.
1: My thing is, I wonder, from an actor's point of view, and maybe uh, Anthony has insight on this, but I wonder how many times those actors had to fall backwards in those chairs.
3: That just looks painful. I don't know, but the one guy fell and he actually looks like he hit his head around the fireplace. And so I'm kind of curious about that. He looks like he conked it big time.
1: I mean, these days they would have all this CGI stuff. They'd fall back on giant mats and then digitally replace the mats, but I'm not sure that they did it that way back in the day.
0: No, I don't think so. And uh, Delia falls back in that in that fun cartoon legs straight up in the air pose.
2: Yeah, I think I think with things like that, I mean, you know, they can still paint things to look like there. So their phone, are foam, so foam. So it looks like it's an actual set, but it's, you know, it's safer to fall against. But and this guy, I mean, we, we know it didn't kill him. So that's good. <laughs> in movie or real life. So that's good. Yes. <laughs>
1: Right. I'm just wondering how many times they had to do that, just out of curiosity. That's just funny. Of course, how awkward would have been if they would have run up
2: and been like, come on, let's go watch them scatter. Why is there an ambulance coming? What have we done?
3: <laughs>
1: and everyone's crying.
3: One more spirit for the house. <laughs>
1: oh, the only <laughs> thing would been worse awesome. than getting rid of them would be being stuck with the Dietzes for 125 years in the same house. Wait, which one was that that fell back and hit his head? Dick. Oh, Cabot. Dick Cavett? Yeah. That was Dick Cavett? Oh. Yeah.
2: So it wasn't even one of the interesting ones. So they wouldn't be stuck exactly. with like It'd be Ghost a- of Otho or something.
0: No, <laughs> Otho as a ghost would be pretty fun I would think. What
1: was his dates name, the one in the gold dress?
0: Uh Grace and, and we're not sure if it's his date or just another or just how they just another, had them. Yeah. although with... although the way they interact throughout the rest of the little parts we see in the movie, they look like their husband and wife, but
1: uh the reason I say that is because um that is one brave actress, as the female in the room, I will just say. Because the last thing you really want when you're sticking your ass up in the air is a wide angle camera lens right on it. <laughs> Shiny
2: butt, too, like that gold. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, Beryl uh, looks like she's actually really getting into that, that wig, butt wiggle as well. <laughs> Beryl <laughs> seems to be enjoying herself a little bit more as the, as the thing goes on. But Grace and Bernard seem to not. The they're not time.
1: having any of it. They look furious.
3: So, okay, so I have to go back to Dick Cavett and the comment that was just made. Why is Dick Cavett not one of the more interesting people in the scene? you feel like he wasted Dick Cavett. And mm-hmm. to just me. I feel like it was a waste.
2: He he did, kind of. I mean, I, I think he's got kind of a funny moment, you know, whatever. And earlier on before they started dancing whenever delia's like come on you you like my art and then we'll see that again in a couple of minutes like her response to the art again but that's really all he gets to do yeah. it's it's like kind of like just a, maybe he was in the area almost and was like hey i saw that Pee Wee movie can i be in this one and tim yeah. burton was like okay
3: i haven't seen that much waste of an actor since the new superman movies personally you know referring to brandon routh or uh no, cal the, Penn? <laughs> no the new ones with kevin costner Oh, where uh, he's completely wasted in every scene that he's in. Was that a Superman movie? The first
2: one is. Kevin Custer wishes he was wasted in every scene he was in, in those movies.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> 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 Maybe he was. It's
1: possible. Uh, actually, Anthony and I were just on uh, a movie set where they had a very big name for just a couple of hours. So it could have happened. It's
3: true. However, they utilized him. So. They did utilize <laughs> him, movie. but
1: I mean, he only had five lines.
3: That we know of in that scene.
1: That's true. They could have recorded after they let yeah, us go Yeah, th- but the
3: point being still is, like you know, he, he was there for a purpose and he served a purpose. I'm not really sure what purpose Dick Cavett's really serving. Except to say Dick Cavett was in my movie. I don't know what else it would be. Well, we have to have somebody be the stuffy 80s, no-nonsense uh,
0: person, blah, as we'll see blah, you
1: later. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah,
3: but Dick Cavett?
1: Wait a minute. Star Trek had um, Christian Slater. All he said was, come to the bridge, Captain, and that was it.
0: Yeah, that's because yeah. his mom was the casting director. Yeah, but we're not, mm-hmm. we're not talking about I'm not just, kidding. But
3: I that's mean, why he's in Tyler
2: it. Perry was in Star Trek 2009 yeah. as yeah. a random But we're not talking about guy. just
3: cameos. We're talking about you actually put somebody in to serve a purpose as a character, even though it's a small scene, and then he's a comedian, and then you literally don't give him anything comedic to really do, mm-hmm. and then when you do, you focus on other people instead of him, which begs the question, why did you need to have it here's for that few, scene? Here's a few mildly fun expressions during the whole what is going on yeah it's all right i just i I felt like he was underutilized that's all
1: I buy Chris Taylor's explanation. He might have just been in town and then I want to be in the movie. Yeah, I do, too. It's probably
2: more like probably something like that. You know, hey, y'all are shooting around here. Except I think Beetlejuice was actually shot in the middle of nowhere. Well, well, I think Tim Burton just wanted somebody.
3: Connected. I think he was like, I really like Dick Cavett. I loved him as a kid. Can we get him? That would be great.
2: <laughs> well,
0: uh, and I'm I'm still trying to figure out if this is a deleted scene or what. But uh, Dick Cavett also helped a little bit with the production because – Apparently, uh, there was a scene where Burton was trying to film the little shrimp, like, actually leaping out of the bowls and attacking their faces, and he kept having stagehands just, like, throw them at people's faces, and Dick Cavett suggested, stick them on her face, and when they fall off, just reverse the film. Hmm. Well, that's not how the movie goes. The movie is clearly stagehands with, like... Puppets. Puppets, puppets, just, like, grabbing, grabbing face, and then letting go mm-hmm. so i don't grabbing know grabbing
1: face i like that
0: <laughs> so i don't know if there was a, a deleted thing in there or maybe it went on a little bit a little bit longer may have so
2: yeah i think i think if they would have tried to make them look instead of making them into straight out you know demon shrimp puppets uh if they would have had to make them look like regular just cocktail shrimp jumping up they would have had to do the reverse thing That's, like, the only way two have done that.
1: Also, maybe maybe they did do it, and it just wasn't as scary. Like, that is the climax of the song. Maybe it just wasn't scary enough. Maybe.
0: And uh, interestingly enough, they don't comment on it at all. The Maitlands don't. So we assume the Maitlands did the whole thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, But with that little demonic, almost gremlins, like, chittering laughter
2: at the end. And it seems something very menacing for the Maitlands to do.
0: Well, in the script, it's slightly different. In the script, they actually had another prank with the wine getting changed Mm -hmm. to cheap, cheap wine. And uh, in the script, Barbara's comment uh, complimenting on Adam with the whole shrimp thing. Or no, Adam's complimenting Barbara on the whole shrimp thing. She said, no, 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 I did the wine. You know, you did the ink, the ink spots in the script, but the, the Calypso. And then they were like, but who did the shrimp? And then they're interrupted before you really, so you get an idea that they
2: may not. Ah.
3: That Beetlejuice dog
2: is interfering again. So it's more
1: subtle in the movie.
3: This All this is very interesting, but I think there's one thing that we're skipping over who I think is the most important thing in the entire scene.
1: How they managed to film it without cracking up every five no, seconds?
3: No, they were probably so tired from shooting that by the time they got there, they were sick of it. Um, we've been through that. You should have seen over and over and over again, but that no, was more getting to the fact that they needed more Lydia. Why was there not more Lydia in this scene? And I think Chris Taylor might agree with me because I've listened to some of the podcasts and I think we agree on that.
2: Yeah, I, I actually was about to say, I bet he's going to say something about Lydia. It's going to be something about Lydia not being in the scene or not. She's not really there though, is she? She's, kind
0: kind
3: of, of like, she's just like, she's the messenger. She, mo- and that's she about moves it. her
0: chair out of the way and then mm-hmm. she, just she just gets, just out, gets out, of out of the and... way. Her and yeah. her, is that, is that all hair? I think it is all hair. I don't
3: know. It looks almost like she, like, maybe, like, I don't know, weaved in a bird's nest somewhere. There's some feathers or something. I don't know
0: what it is. But, like, the silhouette makes it all look like it's supposed to be her hair. But that's a lot.
1: Okay, we had to do Cindy Lou, who recently, in my place of employment, you put stuff in there and you put your hair around it, just letting you know.
3: (laughs) (laughs) So it's a floral arrangement, is what you're saying.
1: (laughs) Basically, yes, on top of your head. Only in her case, maybe more of a literal rat's nest on top of her head
0: possibly so do we want to guess who who owns what cars in the in the driveway
1: oh yes after the maitlands run upstairs and wait for everyone well, to come screaming. i'm pretty sure the
2: sports car is dick Cavett's. <laughs>
1: i'm just guessing
2: <laughs> the paramedics on the ambulance that's coming up to check on poor dick cabot
1: <laughs> and i love that when we look at them now we're like those are some real old hoopties but of course they were luxury cars back when this was filmed
0: Well, for everyone who who does not have the luxury of watching the movie, you see three kind of, you know, nice luxury looking cars and then a very fiery
3: red sports car. Of course, if you don't have the luxury of watching the movie, but somehow you've managed to find our podcast in the middle of the Internet, you could probably also find the movie. So there is (laughs) that.
1: I thought you were going to say you're doing it wrong. You are doing it wrong. <laughs> um, well, the only other thing I happen to mention is the blue light is back for the dead as soon as they get back upstairs. It's very blue again.
2: Mm-hmm. It is. It Anybody is back.
1: else got anything?
2: Not really. There wasn't much to go with with dancing. Uh, the shrimp scared the hell out of me as a kid. <laughs> Whenever that happened, as another, as a kid, when I first saw this at age seven, this is how I re- responded to it. You and know.
1: they kind of pushed the actors back so they would fall in their chairs. If they just had regular shrimp, maybe it wouldn't be natural to. You
2: yeah, know, they fall they wanted evil chairs. shrimp. They got some evil, evil shrimp. In there. shrimp.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> on that note, on that evil note, we shall return tomorrow. Thank you for listening. Well, I do have one
3: more question before you go. I think it's a Chris and I question. Um, it's a little cramped in the basement for both of us? so um could we like come to the main floor and share the house with you guys at least no you have to share the bucket sorry that's horrible (laughs) all right at least take the chains off they're chafing i don't mind them (laughs) that's why i went out of the room
1: (laughs) until next time save us some popcorn and we'll see you soon at the beetlejuice minute